Welcome, this is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to a mini-sode from How She Really Does It. Today, I'm going to be talking about the courage to ask. One of the myths of vulnerability is we practice vulnerability in isolation. And remember, vulnerability is uncertainty, emotional exposure, and risk. It's about stepping into our lives and creating what we want. And we think, oh, I I should just do this alone. Or I'm struggling in this relationship, but I need to figure it out myself. We are humans and we are hardwired for connection. We all have our own blind spots. And that's why people work with me is that it's not that they're not intelligent or they can't figure it out themselves. And they often want to beat themselves up of like, oh my gosh, that was so simple. Why can't I figure it out? But when we get so emotionally distraught, we can't, we can't see our own blind spots because we're stuck in our own drama in our head, in the stories, in our own limiting beliefs about ourselves that what could be a simple decision is so complex or to decide if I should stay in this relationship. There's so many different things that are tugging in our hearts that it's really hard to be clear. So remember, we are hardwired for connection and by making us by making ourselves isolate, we're doing the very thing that's not going to help us. It's so important to reach out. And I tell my clients all the time, they're really courageous because they're willing to do this work and they're willing to step into the arena and really impact that story because so often we run from it. We use busyness. We use work to hide. Some people use alcohol or food, right? Or whatever busyness could be, the kids as a way to not look at what's going on inside and really being able to unpack that and being able to do that with somebody, and this is important, who's earned the right to hear your story. Not somebody new, not somebody who's standing on the street corner, but somebody who's earned the right to hear your story. So this idea about being courageous to ask is about when you are struggling, when you are going through something, to pick up the phone, reach out to somebody you care about who has been there, who have a relationship you've cultivated with, and talk with them instead of pulling away. And I can tell you this because when I have friends who won't reach out to me, because they'll say, well, Karen, you're really busy, because I am. I live my life like as a can of sardines. It's really, really packed but they never give me the option to say I'm available or I'm not. And we, we want connection. So reach out. Now you're going to be vulnerable by reaching out because they could say no. But again, isn't that the question of, are you available? Do you have time to help me process this? That takes a lot of courage. And I know because recently I was struggling with something and I thought about it and there's a friend who's walked through this particular situation with me. She's a colleague. She's actually been a guest on the show. And and I texted her and I said, are you available to talk? Because I needed to process, even though I'm a coach and this is what I can help my clients through, I was going through my own shit storm. And I wanted somebody who already knew the story 
And I texted her. It's like seven o'clock at night. And guess what? I didn't hear back. Now I could have indulged in the drum of my head of, see, I'm too much, or I'm posing my time on her, or she does it. But I didn't do that. I just said, I put that out there just because we think that if we text somebody, right, this is the rule that we have in our head. Come on, you guys. That if we text somebody, they should automatically respond because their phone should be glued to them. One of the reasons I don't have an iWatch. But I also know that a lot of times I lose my phone through the day or, you know, in the evening, I'm not looking at it, right? I want to be disconnected. I want to be connected with my family. I want to be disconnected from the world. I want to just have a space for myself. So I manage that drama in my brain and let it be. I was a little surprised. I didn't hear back. And that night at midnight, she texted back and said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just got this. Call me early tomorrow morning. And so we talked for about 10 minutes. She helped me process it, right? That's when it's so valuable that you have these connections with people. It doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours, right? And it wasn't that this wasn't a painful thing, but we'd walk through it together. But I had to first give myself permission that, yes, Corinne, you can reach out. Because the story could be in my head is you shouldn't need anybody. You're a coach. Why would you need somebody to help you? But that's all BS, right? Give yourself permission. Ask yourself what it is you need and give yourself permission. Sometimes it is just going within and saying, I need to process this. I need to give myself time. That was a huge thing that I learned years ago was I need to percolate on this instead of thinking I had to have a quick response. But if you need connection, think about what kind of connection do you really want? And I know this, this is a huge, at least with the people that I coach and I think with the listeners because the emails that I get are um, constantly is that we want connection. The question is, what kind of connection do you really want? One of my clients will create a lot of pain and suffering for herself because she'll be like, my life should be like a Super Bowl commercial party. And then I say, well, do you like parties? Well, no, I don't, (laughs) right? So we will think that we are supposed to have this life this way and that will be the happiness because that's part of the media of saying, you know, programming if you do this, then you'll be happy. What we really want is connection. So knowing that. So for me, I like deep connection. You know, like when I'm deep connection, when somebody sees me and I see them and we're in it, I love that. What exhausts me are the five minutes here, the five minutes there, or the super, you know, like let, let's just pretend and let's talk around something. I mean, come on, you guys listening to the show, like I, that's just not for me. That's exhausting. So know what kind of connection you want. The kind of, and I just shared with you the kind of connection I want. It may not be the same and that's okay. There's not a one size fits all. What kind do you want? And remember, it takes courage to reach out. I have a friend that's going through um, a really difficult thing. And um, every time I reach out to her, and we actually have an agreement that I will reach out to her and she doesn't have to reach back because I know that she, like her job is to take care of her but I want to reach out to her. So we've actually talked about this and that was vulnerable for both of us, right? Because I could have the story of, oh, you're being a burden, you're too much. I mean, how much drama do we all have in our brains? But I want to show up for her. I want her to know that I love her, that I care about her, right? So I reach out to her. It takes me courage to do that. And it's a text. And so often we think, oh, well, that's not a big deal. Or maybe you're putting something out on Facebook about an event that you're going to be running. And that takes courage from you and you don't want to do that because then you're thinking about all the haters in your Facebook supposedly friends page of how they're hating you. So I just keep saying, 
Use your courage. Use your courage. There is drama in our heads when we don't get the response. But that's an opportunity for you to learn, as Martha Beck would call it, about what are your limiting beliefs about yourself, right? These are the things that are deep down. A lot of them times they're programmed. Either they're from our family of origin, they're cultural, like the Super Bowl commercial, or what we decided about ourselves when we had a limited capacity to understand, right? So like growing up in my house where we had social economic issues, uh, there was a um, an integration. I had a white dad and an Asian mom, right? So like all the shame. And so the only thing, my simple answer at some point, I don't know if I was six or eight, and then there was alcoholism was I'm a loser. And I didn't even have at that point that skill set to even put those words there. But at some point that became my limiting belief. I'm a loser. And so that was my default. Like when something would happen, it's like, well, of course it happened. I'm a loser. That's the drama in your head that when you don't, when you put yourself out there, when you're willing to be vulnerable, when you're willing to have the courage to ask, that you have to manage. And here's something when I want to talk about with the courage to ask is that because I get a lot of asks on my show about either being on my show or I get a lot of asks and I don't have the capacity to respond to all of that. One thing is that when you ask, so if you're in pain or if there's something that you want, think about what are you cultivating? What is the relationship you have cultivated over time? And so if you want to share your story with somebody, like what I did with my girlfriend a couple of weeks ago, she's somebody who's walked through this particular scenario with me and held that space for me. And so I want to go back to her because I could have spun it with a new friend and said, oh my God, can you believe these people? Da 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 da. But that wouldn't have helped me. So I went back to her because she'd been there. I didn't have to reopen up the whole story of it all. I could just say, here's what's going on today based on this other stuff that we talked about, you know, a long time ago. And we were able to move through it quickly. But there's been a cultivation. And there'll be times that she'll come to me about something that she's struggling with. So you want to reach out to people that you have who have earned the right to hear your story. And then more importantly, you want to cultivate relationships with people. And I used to think of that. It's like some people call it strategic networking. And I've always hated that because I'm like, really, you're just becoming friends with me because you want something from me. But I think about it as a cultivation process. Who are the people in your life that you are interested in becoming friends with or creating a business relationship with or a work environment and start cultivating that relationship with them before you go and do the ask, right? Because like that that's the interesting thing when I get asked from people is um, it's an ask, but where there's been no cultivation, right? That usually doesn't feel so good for people. So when you reach out, if you're reaching out to a friend, there's probably been a cultivation. There's been different things. And then sometimes bad stuff just happens. And maybe there hasn't been a huge cultivation process, but you can reach out and ask. So you have to pay attention to that and let them make the decision, right? Like one of my friends is really going through a really hard time and she didn't reach out to me. And we just had this conversation. And she goes, well, you're really busy. I'm like, yes, I'm really busy, but give me the opportunity to at least say no. Because then her going, oh, Corinne's too busy. Then the story is, see, I don't really matter, right? Like we all have these damn stories in our heads. And instead, like, let's just have courageous conversations. Let's be honest and open. And if I don't have time, I will say I don't have time. But let's ask each other instead of carrying on these stories and having so much disconnection. So 
Remember, the first rule is, does this person have the right to hear your story? And then reach out, give yourself permission that we are hardwired for connection, that vulnerability is not supposed to be something done alone. And then give yourself courage. You're going to be courageous and afraid at the same time because you're going to be vulnerable. So start cultivating those relationships. Give yourself the courage to ask and reach out and create the connections that you want. And I can tell you this because I work with so many people and the emails in my inbox from the listeners on the show, we want connection. People want connection and we are busy and we're overwhelmed. But deep down, people hunger for it. And that gives me courage to ask people, to connect with people, to connect with my friends and to make it a really important priority in my life. I can't say yes to everybody, but I work really hard to cultivate the relationships to me that really, really matter. So I invite you to give yourself the courage to ask. I want to do a shout out to Be More Again. Thank you so much for leaving an iTunes review. Love those, love those, love those. And here's my courage to ask. You guys, we have so many listeners that every month listen to the show or every day, actually every day that listen to the show. And now that all of my iTunes and feed issues are all fixed finally, um, as of, I think, just last Friday um, when I recorded the show, that but it doesn't reflect on our iTunes reviews, right? And I can get into this whole comparison and despair. Go leave a review. One is that people do actually read those and then they decide, ooh, do I want to read it, right? And then the other is that sometimes when I'm sitting here in the studio by myself and I'm like, really, does it really matter? And I go and read those. I'm like, wow, this show's making a difference. And the fact that there's this worldwide audience that you know somebody can be listening to it while they're taking a bath or going for a walk in the morning or you know cleaning their house or driving to work, however you do it, you know, in the things that resonate, it gives me feedback. And also I get to pass it on to the guests. Recently, I had a listener email me this amazing email. Um, and it was about a show that I do with Mark Butler. And I wound up taking because she talked about like four or five different guests that I've had. And I, I took it and I wound up sending it to those guests and saying, thank you for helping us me make a difference. You know, the show's been going on for 10 years now. I've had a lot of guests, a lot of shows. So your feedback, you know, and how this is affecting you, it helps kind of keep the fuel going. Because there's some days I'm like, really? Another show? And I've kind of moved through that with reformatting the way I do the show. But thank you so much for taking that time. I know it's not easy to write an iTunes review, but it helps the show because it gets more notoriety, which the only reason I care about that is that somebody else gets to bit, get a bit of what is helping you. You know, whether it's some people say the show is walking with them, you know, as they move through their life. And that's how awesome is that, right? That this show can help people throughout the world. I mean, whether it's in Tasmania, in the US, wherever it is, in Europe, in Africa, we have listeners worldwide. So my courage to ask you is go write a review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.